Today, we're going to look at this great promise to the faithful church in Revelation 3.10 and ask, is this really a promise to keep them from the tribulation period? Revelation 3.10 says, because you have kept my command to persevere, I will also keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Now, there are a few things that we should consider. First of all is the context. This is in the book of Revelation. And God is going to give the judgment of the world in chapter 6 through 18. The 21 judgments, the seal judgments, the trumpet judgments, and the bowl judgments. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 21, For then there will be great tribulation, such has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, nor ever shall be. We have yet to see that tribulation. It is in the future when God wraps things up the 70th week of Daniel. Now, before God judges the world, he takes chapters two and three in the book of Revelation and he judges the churches. And there is a compromising church and there is a corrupt church and there is a suffering church and there is a loveless church. There is a lukewarm church. There's a dead church, but there is also a faithful church. And this is in the middle of the letter to the faithful church. Listen to what he says to them right before the promise. This is verse eight of chapter three, Revelation. I know your works. See, I've set before you an open door and no one can shut it. Now, this is a reference of the Messiah being able to open doors and no one can shut it and shut doors and no one can open up. The Bible sometimes talks about open doors in a sense of evangelism. There are open doors given to us to be able to share the gospel. But God has set before them an open door. This is chapter 3 of Revelation. In chapter 4, verse 1, John says, I saw a door open in heaven and a voice like a trumpet saying, come up here. Is that open door, just a few verses after this, the open door that he's talking about? Is it the rapture of the church? Really the resurrection of the saints that are in Christ, which have the smaller element of the rapture of the church with it. Now, after telling them that they have an open door that no one can shut, he says, you have a little strength. This was a small city with a small church and they had the Holy Spirit with them and they had strength. It wasn't a great strength, but it was a small strength. He goes on to say, have kept my word. Not only did they have a little strength, but they had kept his word. Jesus said when he was preaching and a woman yelled out from the crowd, blessed is the woman who nursed you and the womb that bore you. Jesus said, yes, but more blessed are those who hear my words and obey them. There is a blessing in keeping God's word. This church with a little strength had kept God's word. And then he says, and have not denied my name. They lived in the midst of the pantheon of the Greek and Roman gods. There were all kinds of opportunities to give your allegiance to the emperor or to one of the gods. And there were many temples that were built in the city of Philadelphia, but they had not denied the name of God. They had not denied the name of Jesus. May we do these three things. Know that we have a little strength and work within the strength God's given us. Keep God's word. So these are the three things that he commends them for. Their little strength, keeping God's word, and not denying his name. And then he says, because you have persevered, they just were living their lives for Christ, shining as a light, looking for an opportunity to share Jesus where they could. And then he says, because you have kept my command to persevere, because they had continued on, I will keep you from the hour of trial that shall come upon the whole world. Now the articles are here, meaning it says, I will keep you from the 
hour of trial, not a hour of trial. And it shall come upon the whole world. That's the entire world. The emphasis isn't to just come upon the world, but to come upon the whole world. There are those that say that this is an isolated section and that the trouble they were gonna go through wasn't the whole world. Well, then why does it say the whole world? Why didn't it just say your world, as in your world's going to have this come upon them? But it doesn't. It says, I will keep you from the hour of trial. That hour of trial, we're told, is the day of the Lord. It is a time of God's wrath. It is a time of God's anger. It is a time when he is judging those who dwell on the earth, Revelation 3.10 says. He's not judging his bride. If it was a normal tribulation, a tribulation from being human, or even a demonic tribulation, then I could understand us going through it. Jesus said, in this world, you will have tribulation. But this is a trial to test those who dwell on the earth. And that's used a half a dozen times in the book of Revelation. And it always speaks of those who are living on the earth. This is their home. This is not our home. Jesus said something similar at the end of Luke 21, when he said, pray that you would be counted worthy to escape all of these things that will come to pass. And he was talking about the tribulation period. And then he says, and to stand before the Son of Man, and that these things are going to come upon those who dwell on the earth. So we're supposed to pray that we would escape all of these things that are gonna come upon earth dwellers. And so the promise is that they are gonna be kept from the hour of testing, which would come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. As you look closer at this passage, it becomes evident that he's talking about the faithful being taken out beforehand. I believe it becomes evident as you look closer at this passage. You cannot say that they are gonna be kept in the tribulation period, that God's gonna keep them safe in the tribulation period. The words keep you from don't allow for that translation. Also in context, this horrible time is coming in the book of Revelation and God is going to keep them from that hour of testing that will come upon the whole world. Now, Christians will often think about how strange this whole thing sounds, Christians disappearing all over the world. But remember, this is a resurrection, and the rapture is a smaller part of the resurrection. Listen to what it says in 1 Thessalonians 4, 13 through 18. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For thus we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. We who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we will always be with the Lord. Therefore comfort one another with these words. We're talking about the end of the world. Things are about to go absolutely crazy. And before that happens, there is a resurrection of the saints in Christ. And those who are alive and remain will be raptured together with him. Paul called this a mystery in 1 Corinthians 15, verses 50 through 55. He said, now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does corruption inherit. Behold, I tell you a mystery, we shall not all sleep. And just like 1 Thessalonians 4, sleep here means die. But we shall be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye. 
at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruptible and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruption has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your sting? O Hades, where is your victory? So again, a mystery. We're not all going to sleep, but some are gonna be changed in a moment in a twinkling of an eye. And the last trumpet that's mentioned there is not the last of the seven trumpets. There are more trumpets after that. You can't take the last trumpet of 1 Corinthians 15 and say that's the last trumpet in Revelation. There are other trumpets. It's the last trumpet in a series of things. It's the last trumpet that is gonna gather the church together before they are wed to Christ. Now, another reason we believe that God's not gonna bring the church into the tribulation period is it is a time of God's wrath. And Romans 5.9 and 1 Thessalonians 5.9 tell us that we are not going to partake of the wrath of God, which makes sense. If it's God's wrath, why would he beat up his bride in the tribulation and then take her to the marriage supper of the Lamb? Instead, he is going to deliver us beforehand. Now, also Jesus said, you don't know the time or the hour when this is going to happen. That means we don't know when it's going to happen, so we have to be ready. That was the point. And only believing that he comes for us before the tribulation period is the only way that that can be fulfilled. It can't be fulfilled if it happens in the beginning, middle, or end of the tribulation period because we know too much about that. We know when it would happen if it was the middle or the end of the tribulation period. We have to be ready now because we don't know if Jesus is coming back today for us or not. Now let's consider this verse one more time. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. What an incredible promise that we would faithfully keep his word, that we would not deny his name, that we would persevere so that we too can be kept from the hour of trial that will come upon the whole world to test those who dwell upon the earth. God bless you. We'll see you next time on Hot Topics.